Yes, it's Monday. And what do we do on a Monday? Well, in the UK right now, we watch a funeral for hours. But we're not doing that today. We're not anyway. We're going to talk about ghosts. Hooray! How have you all been? I hope you've all been fantastically well. It is a bank holiday today, which means that when we do Reddit Corner later, Becca won't be getting bothered by me while she works, because she's off. Hurrah! And we have a show full of paranormal purveyance for us to ponder. Triple P. Before that, what have you all been up to? Let me know. Why don't you shout it all out now in, like, one long sentence together? Go! Hmm. Really? Okay. Well, what have I been doing, you ask? Thank you for asking. Well, I spent around two hours and approximately £15 downloading a number of ghost apps or alleged ghost apps where they speak to you, they do all that sort of jazz. I'll be trying them out later, not during Reddit Corner, but just as a little bit of a let's see if they work. In fact, I'll be honest, that's the review that we're going to do. Paranormal... Oh, ow, just bang me head on the microphone. That's what you get because I move around when I talk. Now I've got a sore head. Silly me. But yes, today's paranormal review will be three paranormal apps and we will review them individually and give them all a little test. So that's going to be fun. What else is new? Well, we took the cat to have her bum checked out, if you must know. You may have picked up on this already if you're a Patreon, but um, when we took her there anyway, the vet said, oh, fine, but what I've done, she said. And uh, I don't know whether you need a trigger warning for this, but uh, yet there the, the now will follow anal discussion. Please skip ahead 10 seconds if you don't like anal discussion. She said, I've emptied her anal glands. And I was like, you done what right now? What's that now? What's that you say? What are these new things I never knew we had to worry about as cat owners? And she's like, yeah, they were full. So that might be why she was like scooting along the floor, you know, trying to empty them herself. But I've done it. And I was like, do I have to do this? Because by the very description of the words, I, I don't think I want to. And she was like, no, no, you can just bring her here. I mean, you can do it yourself if you'd sooner. I was like, no, no. Even if you said it was £300, I would give you them and say, empty that gland, for I am not. Or plural, I think it's glands. Anyway, enough of that bottom talk. Let's reverse out of this anal cul-de-sac and instead move on to our Patreons. Now, when you sign up to Patreon, not only do you get two additional shows each and every week, you also support the show and you also get your name sung out as a thank you by me. Yes, you do. Just sat on my vape too. Everything's going wrong today. And um, yeah, and there's also a back catalogue of Patreon shows there. So if you sat there thinking, you know what? I like We Need to Talk About Ghosts, but I've listened to all my shows. I've got nothing to binge. There is literally, literally over 100 hours worth of Patreon shows to binge through. Yes, there is. Go binge away like some person who can't say no to cake, but podcast cake. Anyway, so when you do that, I will sing your name. And I'm about to do that now for these people. The guitar is well and truly out. We have six wonderful new Patreons today. We have Logan Capria, Angela Miles, Ashley Rivers, Fanny Garcia, Ruben Serco, and Ali S. And this is for you. Logan Capria, Angela Miles, Ashley Rivers, you have signed up to Patreon, oh yeah, oh yeah. Fanny Garcia, Ruben Serco and Ali S, you've signed up to Patreon, you're keeping the show going. 
And I would like to say to you, oh, thank you for signing up. I hope you like those extra shows and the fact that I am gonna end this song on a seventh. Nearly. Just about ended up on seventh. I couldn't get my fingers in the right place. Oh, matron, but I couldn't. And I also couldn't get the exact note. So apologies for the dodgy seventh, but thank you for signing up to Patreon. If you'd like to join the crew, head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Now, let's review some paranormal apps, shall we? Yes, it's paranormal review time, where I review something paranormal so you don't have to. Now, as I said earlier, I went on a bit of a splurge and spent a couple of pounds on a few apps. Now, I bought three apps. This first one we're going to do, they all do the same sort of thing. They allegedly talk to the dead. Hmm. Or to ghosties, if you will. So the first one we're going to try is one called Hope Spirit Box, right? Now, how are you meant to use this? It's a bit different than just the normal hit start and eventually some generated voice says, fish. And you're like, fish? Did you like fish? Feet. Oh, she's got feet. This one's got feet. It's not like that one. This one uses like a load of noises in the background. And what you do, you ask a question and you move the volume up and down and then it delays and plays back that segment that you've chose the volume to be increased for, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like... Um, a bit like, what's that thing? Randonautica. You know, it's a little bit like the idea is the noise is already there playing, but due to synchronicities within the universe, you hear a reply to the question you've asked. You can also choose the sort of voice that it is. So you can have like child or mixed genders or middle-aged, older female, older male, young female, young male, etc., etc. So let's go for middle-aged mixed genders and it's preparing audio. And now what you do is you say this. So there's a noise gate bar, which I ask a question, then move this to the max and then back down. Okay, and then it responds with something. So um, let me see. I'll ask the same question to all of the apps. So if you've listened, Ghosties in the House, to the last few podcasts, because I'm sure you have podcasting apps in the afterlife, you'll know that Beck has encountered a few spooky things in the home. So I would like to ask one simple question. Is this house haunted? And if so, oh, two simple questions. Is this house haunted? And if so, why are you bothering Becca? Let's see. There you go. As you can tell, that just said, oh, yes, so. I'll ask the question again. Is this house haunted? And if so, why are you bothering Becca? Roy? Is your name? Let's just ask. Is your name Roy? Last question. No? Okay, so that's the end of that one. So as you can see, I think you can have some fun with that one. Because I think eventually it will say something that will spook you out. But it will be pareidolia. You could buy these maybe for Halloween. They're about $2.99 each or something. So that was our first one. It was alright. I don't mind that one. This next one is called the Alice Box. And you need to turn it on, on the app. There you go, we all heard that. Now this is one of those where it like searches for ghosts. And then comes up with something like a word. So I need to ask the questions again. Is this house haunted? And if so, why are you bothering Becca? I'll have to edit this because I don't know how long it'll take to find a word. 
Now, interestingly, that said purgatory and cage as to why are you haunting the house? So let's just give it another go here. Um, okay, so you've said purgatory and cage. Are you in purgatory? By the way, purgatory was uh, removed by the Catholic Church a long time ago, but we'll let you have it. Do you believe you're in purgatory or in a cage in this house? Cried and put. So as in like you cried because you were put in a cage, was that? Was you put in a cage in this house or near this house? Arrived. <laughs> Shit, I don't like that. I'm going to turn this one off now. As you can see, it can be very scary, that one. So that one was Alice Box. Now, this last one is called Spirit Talker. Now, what's different with this one is that this one can sometimes do sentences as opposed to just, um, you know, words like cried, arrived. But if something has arrived, let's talk to that using Spirit Talker. So press start. There we go. Okay, so we believe that something's just arrived, as we've been told. Hello, can you please introduce yourself? We know that you were kept in a cage, and you think you're in purgatory, and you're haunting Becca. Well, that's what we could set, come up with so far. She killed you. Becca killed you. I don't think she did. I'll be perfectly honest. Or who did? Maybe you're not talking about Becca. Who killed you? Tell us who killed you. Funny. Um, yes, I'm trying to be funny. It's meant to be a funny show. Um, feel a bit weird now. What's funny? Tell us what's funny. Please say me. I've got a very fragile ego. George is funny. Well, I can see that this is going to be a lovely conversation that we've just not got time for, sadly, George. Anyway. Let's give some ratings out to these there apps. I'd say Hope Spirit Box, which was the first one, where it just plays random noises constantly. You ask a question, you hire up the volume to get your answer. I like the idea of that, so I'm going to give that two thumbs up. Next, we've got the Alice Box. Now, that one was the one where it said, what did it say? Oh, yeah, trapped in a cage and all that carry on. That was kind of freaky. That freaked me out, albeit just one word answers. So one thumb up, one thumb down for that one. I'm unsure. And the last one was Spirit Talker. Now, Spirit Talk is good in the way that it gives full sentences. But as you can see from that, you know, unless we're genuinely going to believe that I'm in contact with a spirit who was killed by a woman called George, then that's as branded as you can get for just for entertainment purposes. The one called Spirit Talker, the last one, is definitely one that you want to download if you want to go and scare your mates. Because it'll say things like, I'm in the closet and things like that. I'm under your bed. I am a demon in the shadows. And all, you know, all the obvious stuff. Whereas the first one, definitely, the Hope Spirit Box, because that relies on what you interpret the sound to be, that seems, and from looking at the app maker himself, he seems very much more down the attempt to be um, a genuine scientific look at the idea of like EVPs and communication or ITC as it's more widely known, um, which is something like inter-trans communication or something. I don't know. But I would say from the three that we've done, Hope Spirit Box is for your serious people who want to try and freak yourself out genuinely and maybe make contact with something. Middle one, Alice Box. It's going to freak you out, but it might be a bit of nonsense within there. And in third place, Spirit Talker. Good for a laugh. Going to freak out a group of people, but do take what it says with a massive, massive pinch of salt. So there you go. That's been Kev's 
three paranormal app review for today. And yes, we've reached my favourite part of the show where we get to talk about your true paranormal experiences. And right off the bat, we've had an email from Charlie, and Charlie writes, So, I've listened to a few episodes already, and I wanted to share my own experience. Well, please do, Charlie. Eight years ago, I was in Chicago, Illinois, for school. I lived on campus and shared a room with three other girls. One of my roommates told me that she had experiences with some sort of paranormal being in our room. I was on the fence about whether to believe it or not. Until one weekend, when I was the only one of the four of us who stayed on campus for the weekend. Before I continue the story, I need to get into the layout of our bedroom. My bed was against the wall, just below the window, the only window in the room and it faced outside and I can assure you it was closed all the way. As was the door to our room. In the middle of the room there was a half wall that separated two of the beds. So anyways, back to the story. It was late on a Friday night, somewhere between 11pm and 12.30am, and I was in bed, in the middle of falling to sleep. Everything was closed, the lights were off. All of a sudden, it sounded like wind was blowing in the room. Someone started laughing or making some sort of contented noise before saying, Yes, in a creepy voice. It sounded like a man. Staying prone on my bed, thinking that the half wall and my covers would hide me for the moment, I turned my phone's flashlight on, then sat up, freaking out. I saw nothing, and there was nobody in my room. I got up slowly, my phone in one hand and my stuffed animal in the other. Yes, I was in my twenties at the time and still had a stuffed bunny in the corner of my bed. Looking around the room while I crept to the door to turn on a light. I made sure there was absolutely nothing hiding in the room. I even checked the bathroom, behind the door and the shower curtain. The light above the bedroom door stayed on all weekend. Even with that, I was still creeped out. It felt like there was someone in my room watching me. I spent as little time as possible in my room that weekend, until my roommates came back. Now that was the end of Charlie's first email, but then she did follow up with the following. I do have to add that there were rumours about the land the school was on. One of the rumours was that the school was built on a Native American burial ground. Yes, you hear a lot of stories about things and places being haunted that were built on Native American burial grounds. There was also another rumour that the school was built on land where a battle was fought. Not sure when this battle would have been fought and nobody really knew. And if you know anything about stone tape theory, this would also make sense. Things do tend to repeat and repeat, not knowing they're dead or whatever. I did some research about the property the school is on and couldn't find anything. No property deeds, nothing prior to the school being here. This wasn't in the best of areas in Chicago either. We were on a railway track and the building next door to the school was an abandoned building. I think this may have been some sort of time slip or dimensional slip. I'm not entirely sure though. Charlie. Why, thank you Charlie for sending in your detailed paranormal experience there. And it's a good point about, uh, was it a time slip? Maybe. Time slips, uh, because they're so rare and they're documented so infrequently. It's not like with ghosts where we all have these working theories like stone tape theory about what possibly might be causing the phenomena. We don't have that with time slips. So even 
to people who are in the paranormal field, you know, like I am, I do this for a living now. And I'd like to think my research is quite up there. But if somebody said, what's your theory on time slips? I'd be like, I haven't got one, mate. And then I'd carry on crocheting. No, but it's a really interesting theory behind that, Charlie. It really is. So thank you for sending in your stories. If you've got an experience like Charlie, then send it in to contact at talkaboutghosts.com and I will read it out. For that is our unspoken contractual agreement with each other. You provide, I read. Yes, let's have another email. Now, this next email is quite fitting time-wise. Yes, it is, because today, as I record this, is the Queen's funeral. It's all over the TV, and um, you will have heard me mention in the past about some memes that have portrayed Paddington Bear as kind of a psychopomp, you know, carrying the Queen's soul through to the afterlife. They'll be unaware that that's how they're depicting him, but they are. And this email is regarding a possessed Paddington Bear. Yeah, so how timely and fitting. Hi, Kevin. Hi. When I was 10, we moved from an old farmhouse to a new-built house on an estate. We lived there about 15 years, and during that time, we had several spooky occurrences. These happened mainly to my brother, but included him seeing a girl sitting on the floor in my sister's bedroom, hearing footsteps in his bedroom, hearing his possessions being moved, things going missing and his bed depressing as if someone had sat down on it. My cousins reported seeing an elderly woman that they thought was my grandma walking out of my sister's room, and my mam once heard the hangers in her wardrobe clashing against each other as she lay in bed, although she also thought this was my grandma too. I often heard footsteps in empty rooms, but was never frightened as I tended to rationalise the noise. That's until one night when I watched a shoe slide across my bedroom floor. Then, about a year later, my parents had gone on holiday without me and left me to my own devices. I took the opportunity to spend as much time as possible with my boyfriend. I only had a single bed, so decided to stay in my brother's old room where there was a double. My boyfriend and I were lying in bed talking when the closed bedroom door opened fully and then closed again. I asked my boyfriend what he thought it was and he said he didn't want to know. We both lay there until morning too scared to move. I should mention that my brother also experienced this phenomena followed by footsteps walking into his room. A couple of days later, we came home from a night out and headed upstairs. Directly opposite the stairs was the study. I looked into the room and started to panic at the sight before me. My boyfriend also started to freak out and was nearly hysterical as he asked me how Paddington Bear had moved from my brother's room, where he was when we left the house, to the study. Immediately my fear was replaced with laughter and I explained that there was more than one Paddington and that my reaction had been because I'd left the study window wide open when we'd gone out. Needless to say, he was relieved to find out that Paddington wasn't possessed, and I was relieved to find out that the house hadn't been burgled. We moved from there about 18 years ago, and I often wonder if the new occupiers had any similar strange things happen to them. I've attached a photo of Paddington because I thought you might like to see him. Thanks, Lucy. And she's sent on, a picture of Paddington the Psycho Bump. That is a wonderful story, that, because, as you know, guys, I don't pre-read these, so I fully believed, because I could see there was an attached picture of Paddington, that we were going to get a terrifying possessed bear story. But no, 
There was no possession, but there was a haunted house. Very freaky. I wonder if it was like, you know, like um, a watchful grandparent ghost or something. Fully aware that you and your boyfriend are being left to your own devices and like, I'm going to open this door. There shall be no hanketh panketh under my roof, sir. Yes, I wonder if that's the case. And we, of course, won't mention or dwell on the fact that apparently every room had a Paddington bear. Clearly big Paddington bear fans, so you will have loved all of the recent coverage he's getting as a grim reaper type. Anyway, Lucy, thank you so much for sending that story in. That was really good of you to do so. If you've got a story you want me to read out on the show, again, contact at talkaboutghosts.com. Now, it's that time in proceedings where we normally go and interrupt Becca from her busy working schedule and ask her to read out a ghost story from Reddit. But today is a special day here in the UK. It's a bank holiday. Nobody has to work unless they record podcasts on a Monday. Anyway, so she's not doing anything. We can just go and talk to her for ages if we want. And that's what we're going to do. This is Becca's Reddit Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. So it's Monday. It is indeed the burial of Elizabeth II. But we still record, don't we? We do. There's, um, by the way, it's Reddit Corner. Hello, Becca. Hello. Yes, hello. But everything in the UK has drawn to a standstill, hasn't it? Everything. Everything. Okay. everything. And like, it, it, it's gone from sublime to stupidity now. Um, yeah, so like a, ba- a normal bank holiday was announced, like fine. Bank holidays, obviously a lot of things close, a lot of people are off work and school. Yeah. But a lot is still open, you know, like life still goes on generally on bank holidays. Yeah. No sir, no, not this bank holiday. No sir. Like, I mean, there's a thread on Twitter called Grief Watch, which has been watched, like, taking note of the stupid things that have been getting closed or the stupid, like, weird, um, you know, people are, are, are in grief in the country. There's no doubt in that. Um, I'd go as far as to say we're not necessarily in grief, are we, really? No. No? I mean, we mark the we respect we the it, fact that yeah, uh, the, the monarch has died yeah show it due respect but we're not like one of those people who were like sobbing i've not cried no do you know what i mean um but it's gone a little bit far now isn't it? so like bike racks are closed yeah so like you can't national, park your bike the national cycling association or something i don't know some organization sent out this press release asking people not to ride their bike on yeah. monday like what like unacceptable somebody on that on that grief thread has put um would it be disrespectful respectful if I hang up my clothes washing, to dry? Washing. If I stick to just black colours? As long as I do just blacks, would that be all right? And somebody has replied and said, no. how dare you? <laughs> no, we are in mourning. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm like, oh my God, are people actually like this? I mean, I wear black every day anyway, so people might be assuming that, like, Ari's oh, sad. Mm. And they might give me things like cakes. They might. So you never know. Every cloud. Anyway, how have you been, Becca? Yeah, I've been okay. Yeah, anything yeah. to report in terms of ghost haunting at you or other house? Um, no, no, nothing. No? No, you? Um, no, I did think I saw um, a shadow wisp behind my back the other day. But then I, on closer inspection, it was the cat. Right. Um, she cl- crawled along the windowsill and hid behind a curtain. But as I was approaching the curtain, I thought, if she's not here, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to freak out. But it was, she was there. She was there. Yeah. So, of course, it's Reddit Corner where we ask you very kindly and politely mm-hmm. to read a ghost story that we find on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And you read it out and you tell us your thoughts on it. Yes. 
So are you? I know I've done Reddit Corner before. It is your corner. You know, I shouldn't be going through the rules. Mm -hmm. We're actually in the living room today because with it being an enforced bank holiday, um, you're off work, aren't you? I am, yes. If for once I'm not getting hounded and interrupted when I'm trying to get stuff done. Yeah, so you're completely at at rest doing this one. Yeah, just chilling. We'd also lose a day's pay because, you know, Mm. grief. Thanks a lot. Not you. So here we go. This is the story from Reddit that I would like you to read on this The Most Saddest of Days. Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. Thank you, Becca. The title of this story is My Story, Whether You Believe Me or Not. Always a good a good opening line. Great start, yeah. I hope it starts with like, the dragon who sleeps next door under a rock. Let's begin. Let's begin. I've lived in this house for almost four years now. At night, for a while, my bed would be in the corner of the room, but facing the door. Every night, without stopping, I would feel a presence in the doorway, standing there watching me. No matter how many times I've turned on a light to see no one there in the hall, I always feel it watching me at night. I was robbed about a year ago, and I was trying to de-stress, and as I walk out of my room, a girl looks up and stares at me. I was robbed about a year ago? Yeah. Right. As in robbed, as in things stolen from them? Yeah. Right, okay. Can I carry on? Should have done say robed. I was robed about a year ago. What does that mean? No, no, it might be a really eloquent way of saying they had a, a bath gown on. <laughs> what? No. No? Okay. Can I continue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a weird interruption. Can I just say this? It could actually be a really unusual word. No, of course it's not robed. <laughs> you never know. Go on. A girl looks up and stares at me. I think she's one of the robbers, but as I chase her out of the house, I reach the kitchen... And before I go to open the door, I see the door locked and a chair in front of the door the way I left it. To say the least, I was scared, but I didn't act like it because if you show your fear, that's all they will feed upon. That's bollocks. If I I thought we were getting robbed and I ran to the back door and there was a chair blocking its way and it was locked, my brain wouldn't go, it's ghost then? My brain would go, it's murderer then? It's someone who doesn't want me to get out and they're going to wait until I'm covered in blood. Yeah, like they've come in a different way then, haven't they? And can I just check? Are you sure that they didn't say I was just making sure she wasn't one of the robbers? Because he might have people who robe him. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Anyway. See, shouldn't have interrupted me. I shouldn't have interrupted you. I would have found out in due time. Indeed. So impatient. I know. Literally, like we'll put a film on that neither of us have ever seen. And Kevin will be like, who's that? What's he doing? Why is he there? Does he know him? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe we could just watch and see. Yeah, yeah, I do say things like, does he know him? And like, as if you wrote it. Yeah. Like, what happened before this? Like, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, so I didn't act like it because if to show your fear, that's all they will feed upon. So I moved my bed to the other side of the room, which made me put my full body mirror to the wall facing the door. I just wanted a different feel to try and feel better. The first night felt fine until I looked in the mirror and felt like I was about to see someone jump out of it. Luckily, I fell asleep before anything like that could happen. A year later, I'm still here. I feel them all the time, but I never let them know. When they do things, I pay them no mind. If I ever get out of this hellhole, I'll let you guys know. Until then, hello from the mover house. They like to move things, get it? If you have any questions, I'm open to answering. I like to move up. Could you pipe down, yeah, please? Yeah, yeah. And to people wondering why I do nothing, this isn't the first time I've seen ghosts and had to deal with them, and it's the smartest way for me to not make them angry or upset. What? There is so much to unpack there. Is, there. There's a lot of like 
incoherent so ramble, isn't it? Good job. You know what we should get? Someone to proofread these. Right. Uh, yeah, no, it's a nice idea, isn't it? Just <laughs> a quick cursory glance before we begin. So, they see a girl, right, yeah. in the house. They try and chase the girl out of the house. Yeah. They but see it's that the door. He's got a robe on. They see that the door is locked as he left it with the chair in front of it. He didn't and leave then it with the chair it. in we front don't... of it. No, he did. He didn't. He says he comes down. The, 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 there's now a chair in front of the, the door, and the door no, is locked. No, he says I see the door locked and a chair in front of the door the way I left it. Oh, okay. So he's put it in be like to deter the robber because he's recently been robbed. So oh, okay. Right. Honestly, you are being very I, difficult I know, today. I, I do apologise. Don't know why that is. Um, so he sees. So he sees that the chair, like the door, is locked the way he left it, and then that's it. We don't. No mention of the girl again. Like, yeah. where is this girl? Like, no, he doesn't even say she disappears or anything. Just like nothing. The next, literally, the next sentence is after that I didn't show them I was scared was that he just went and moved his bed in the room. Like, yeah, what? but I must admit, you know what? From someone Why who no literally, from uh, as someone me who literally spends his entire week reading people's submitted ghost stories. Mm. I think I've become a little bit of a. There's a little. There's a little. There are traits that you pick up in doing that, which add up for me anyway. Authenticity to a tale as you Jesus, read it. How much honey did you put in that? Lots honey, because you're not sweet enough today. That's really sweet. I have um, a little bit of honey in my tea. Well, today I have. Why did you put in like a tablespoon? No, well, I fill the spoon and a little bit more dribble over. A little bit more. All right. So I didn't use the spoon. I just squeezed. Oh. Really it's all right though, and you can drink it. It's really, really sweet. Uh, I'll give it another turn go. Turn into a bear. Have to stop it. Um, yeah, and I, I think, anyways, I can pick up authenticity within a tale, right? And I'll be honest, when they start mentioning about, and therefore I moved the mirror around and stuff mm. like that, that to me adds an, a sort of air of authenticity. And I'll tell you why, because they're saying that as if you know the ro- layout of their room. Well, we which do know imp- the layout of the room because he told us the layout of our room. Did he say where the mirror was previously? Well, he said where the bed was. Yeah, but he didn't mention this mirror, you know. But he's writing it as in to say, like, like he's talking to a friend, so as in to say, like, so you know where the mirror is? And da, 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 da. Mm, open it again. Okay. This is the phone she's talking about because it's locked. Yeah, because it locks itself. No one's commenting. No, no one's commenting because it's a weird story. Um, yeah, so I moved, put the full body mirror to the wall facing the door. Fine. The, the first night I felt fine until I looked in the mirror and felt like I was about to see someone jump out of it. So they're like, yeah. there's nothing actually there. No, that, that implies like a... some sort of paranoia, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Um, and uh, and then immediately after, lucky I fell asleep before anything like that could happen. Like, when you, you, you don't just instantly go to sleep when you're petrified. No, it depends what you do. Uh, like, almost every story I get now says, I know it sounds strange, but I closed my eyes and eventually fell asleep. Yeah, eventually, but you fell asleep before anything like that could happen. Yeah, I don't think if, like... I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, and a year later I'm still here. I think this person would benefit from some intervention. It's kind of help. Yeah, I think so too. When was that story wrote? Because I had to go to a different thread. Um, I went to Ghosts, which are Reddit slash Ghosts, which is where normally I get the stories from. And I went all the way back to last week's one before there was nothing there. Like it was, There was stuff there, but nothing that you could read out. Mm. So we got all the way to Dino Poltergeist or whatever the name was. Dino Goth. Mm. And... Um, there was nothing there, so we had to go to Reddit slash ghost stories. And this is from Nice Joe Bron. It was only three hours ago, so it's, well, that's why there's no comment. It's relatively new. Yeah. We could actually comment and say, like, why is it so unclear? We could report back next week to see what they reply. We could. You have to be nice about it. I know, and I don't know what my username is. It might be my full actual name, so maybe I won't. <laughs> so they'd be like, well, let me tell you something, Kevin John Eustace of Liverpool 7. 
Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, so thank you for that, Becca. You're welcome. Um, what are you doing with the rest of your day? Given um, that there is literally not, you know, you talk about like North Korea mm-hmm. being state-run. Every channel in the UK, every channel. Get on this right, yeah. Every channel. Someone put up the screenshot of today, mm. right? Like what eleven a.m. What, what of the channel guide? Yeah, the channel guide. Um, like, and there was a, there's about like they've managed to capture about twelve channels in it, right? BBC, obviously, Queen Funeral. Yeah, two, I've seen Queen Sky. Funeral, every Queen Sky Funeral, channel. Four, every Sky which channel. Is Fifty odd channels. Everything else. Whatever. Channel Five, the Emoji Movie. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Are they just not got the rights or something? Or are they, are they realizing? Well, wait, there well, maybe, maybe not everyone wants to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 you are kind of supposed to offer like an alternative, aren't they? Because every channel originally, I know it's kind of drifted away from that, but every channel originally had like a mission statement that they had to keep within. So, like BBC's was to inform and entertain, wasn't it? Famously, right? Okay. Um, but like Channel 4's was attracting an alternative audience so they were aimed at like kind of teenagers and, and people on like younger adults so mm. that's why they could get away with things like friends and that that they put on you know like in Hollywood we're talking about the five terrestrial things. channels now, yeah the five terrestrial channels yeah so channel fives might have been something like different again so yeah like the, uh, I guess they're offering what to fly in the face of conformity yeah <laughs> yeah no just to offer something different um, Yes, so if you are, you know, if you are a... Listen, you don't have to be a ruralist to find it sad that a 90-odd-year-old woman has died. And one who seems to be a very nice person. Yeah, you can give it, the due, like, the the due respect, which yeah. is fine. But I do think it's gone too far. Like, they've closed food banks, which has annoyed me. Yeah. Like, how, how is that helpful? Yeah, like, and it, you put it best when we've seen all these closures and impending, like, you know, hmm. stopping the nation. We've seen all that. And you put it best when you said, you know what? If there's one thing the Queen's remembered for, it's coming on during a pandemic, coming on during a war, saying we must carry on as usual. Yeah, we are like, British. During, we carry the, on. During the Blitz, she refused to move out of London. She was like, "No, we've just got to carry on." As yeah, as are, normal. Like, Life continues yeah. in the face of adversity, yeah. and now she's an like enforced the personification of keep calm, carry on. Yeah, like, yeah, and now it's an enforced state mourning. Yeah, and some people like it's amazing. How some We're going off ghost a little bit, but, but we'll be only do it briefly. Yeah, um, have you still done what the centre box thing? No, hysterically. This was amazing. Yeah. So Centrebox were forced to do... Centrebox is a holiday camp in the UK, but it's quite an expensive one. Yeah, it's like an upmarket one, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it is like... It's like three, four grand a week or something. Yeah, it's like really, really expensive. Um, but they put out this thing saying that anyone there... Basically, they were going to close the park from 10am on Monday. Today, until yeah. On the day of the funeral, until the day after the funeral, Tuesday... And anyone who was there had to go home yeah, like, and for come the day. back. And then go the back after. on the Tuesday, had to leave at 10 a.m. on the Monday and come back the next day. And eventually, when. So obviously, everyone was like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. And it made national news, <laughs> and then they went, they backtracked, obviously, yeah. went, well, oh, yeah, okay. Well, just we'll, just, said, like, we'll just close the stalls on site. Yeah, like close like the cafes and stuff, or, like the activities for a few hours while the funerals, or maybe for the rest of Monday, I don't know. Yeah, hysterically, but, Butlins, which is another holiday site, just put out a, a brief that just said, we won't be closing. <laughs> and it was like, what a move. Yeah. Talk about shooting yourself in the foot. Um, so yeah, yeah. We'll just go for a walk, we? we're going for a walk today yeah we found a bakery that will remain open so we're going to just eat on pastries today yeah because I'm an absolute gallant I was like oh my god everyone's closing <laughs> yeah, you went to a bit of a panic mode didn't closing you? And, and found um, a local bakery that is still open it'd be nice to go there anyway because it's a little independent bakery yeah yeah it will be nice it'll be fucking rammed today though well good I mean but like that, what I'm thinking is like, like Liverpool isn't renowned for being the most royalist city anyway mm. 
And if there's one shop open that sells food, <laughs> it's going to be a queue yeah. down the street. Well, I hope there is, because it's a little independent place, and I think it struggles. So. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Okay, then, guys. So, um, yes, if you are mourning the Queen, if you are on, like, day eight of your mourning, or you're just mourning it today, you know, as I say, you know, it is, it's sad when a, she does appear to be a lovely old lady. I've got a lot of time for the Queen. And even my Irish nan, who was not a royalist, she had a lot of time for the Queen. Yeah, because and me, she's certainly iconic. Like, yeah, no she doubt is, about yeah. it, like that. And you'd, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody around her age. Like, as I say, my nan was older than the Queen. But my nan had a lot of respect for the Queen and a lot of hatred for the royal family. Mm. And the reason for that, I think, is because if you grew up watching her grow up, she would have been a constant sort of... Like, and I'm talking, like, not people who say, well, she's been my Queen since 1970 when I was born. I don't mean that. I don't mean you growing up. I mean, like, my nan was born in 1920 or 1918 or something. Mm. So, you know, if you'd been born when she was born... And you've watched her grow up and she's been there as a steadfast thing. Yeah. Then I get it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. trying to dictate what people well, can yeah, feel grief for people like in the 50s, just the only monarch they've ever known. Like, yeah, but for, like I 50s don't think, and younger. Yeah, yeah, but I don't... I, yeah, and me though. And you. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I mean. It's like a like a, a main point of stay for a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah. But I, so I'm saying, you know, but at the same time, you know, genuinely, maybe we just deal with grief differently up here. I don't know. But like when my own nan died, there was brevity, there was enjoyment, there was talk of good times. You know, it was more of a party feel. You had a, f- a good few hours of weeping and sadness, mm. but it was more a celebration of life. This feels like fucking hell. Yeah. You know, it's it. Anyway, mm. anyway, you can say too much. Yeah, I'm, I probably have. Yeah, so I'm gonna go and get another cup of tea because this is actually gonna make my teeth fall out. Yes. Well, you know, I and I haven't purposefully made a bad one so that you don't like it. And then you never ask again. So Good. do do ask I me in the future. See, I have like what a couple of cups a week. Well, less than that now, then, won't you? Caffeine's bad for you anyway. <laughs> Says me. <laughs> Pints of coffee. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, thank you, Becca. As ever, we will speak to you, of course, next week when we will be once again annoying you during your working hours. Well, something to look forward to. Yes. Thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca. And me. <laughs> <laughs> Weird way to end it, but there you go. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.